This special bonus podcast is called The Book of the Revelation of Jesus Christ in small chunks. This is different from most of my biblical research projects. It, it really is a part of a bigger research project that I'm working on. I'm going to compare end of the world passages in the book of Revelation with Isaiah, Daniel, Ezekiel, etc. This is going to take me a while to accomplish this research and analysis. I figured that my starting place was to read the book of Revelation again and make notes, so I have a basis of comparison. After I wrote elaborate notes, I realized that I needed to type it out, so I compare out particular subtopics for further analysis. While in the process of doing this, that I, I realized that it would be good to write the Revelation passages in small chunks. It's sort of an overview of what I wrote that's actually there. So I don't miss any of the subtopics to compare. While I was doing that, I realized that it was beneficial to have an overview of those subtopics that I mentioned using a table format seemed to work the best for me. In addition, the column on the right has almost all of the revelation passage listed in the left column. At times, I paraphrase or condense things to conserve space. An example of this is that I Almost always put an amperan sign, you know, the and sign with the curvy bottom, instead of spelling out the word and. Additionally, I use this numeral instead of spelling out the numbers. Another way I conserve space while trying to maintain the integrity of the Bible passage listed is to join things together. An example is from Revelation 7, verses 4 through 8, which says, And I heard the number of those who were sealed. 144,000 of the tribes of the children of Israel were sealed. Of the tribe of Judah, 12,000 were sealed. Of the tribe of Reuben, 12,000 were sealed. Of the tribe of Gad, 12,000 were sealed. Of the tribe of Asher, 12,000 were sealed. Of the tribe of Naphtali, 12,000 were sealed. Of the tribe of Manasseh, 12,000 were sealed. Of the tribe of Simeon, 12,000 were sealed. And the tribe of Eli, 12,000 were sealed. Of the tribe of Issachar, 12,000 were sealed. Of the tribe of Zebulun, 12,000 were sealed. And of the tribe of Joseph, 12,000 were sealed. Of the tribe of Benjamin, 12,000 were sealed. So this is how I condensed it. Revelation 7, verses 4 through 8. John heard the number of those sealed, 144,000, and I use the numerals, of all the tribes of the children of Israel were sealed. 12,000 each of the following tribes were sealed. The tribes of Judah, Reuben, Gad, Asher, Naphtali, Manasseh, Simeon, Levi, Issachar, Zebulun, Joseph, and Benjamin. It says the same basic thing, but it condenses it to conserve space. So I'm trying to keep the integrity in the right-hand column of the passages and almost all of what it says, and then to do an overview summary type of thing, and that's the small chunk. I felt led to share the book of Revelation in small chunks before finishing the rest of my biblical research project because it might be a beneficial resource to others who have an interest in trying to better understand the book of Revelation. I will not be analyzing this, putting any evaluation, comments, or opinions in brackets the way I have with other biblical research projects because this is just supposed to be a resource for others at this point. There will be a few notes at the back at the bottom after I finish. You can find the book of Revelation in small chunks and in its entirety and many of the other biblical research projects that I, 
that have been completed on either of these two blogs I felt led to create. The first is called Biblical Proof at HTTPS colon double backslash Biblical Proof, B-I-B-L-I-C-A-L-P-R-O-O-F dot blogspot, B-L-O-G-S-P-O-T dot com. And the other is, do biblical inconsistencies really matter? At HTTPS colon double backslash biblical inconsistencies, B-I-B-L-I-C-A-L-I-N-C-O-N-S-I-S-T-E-N-C-I-E-S dot blogspot dot com. This biblical research resource will be completed with the use of the New King James Version, which is often the New King James Version of the Bible, which is often denoted by NKJV, unless noted otherwise. I may utilize online sites as a resource if needed. If something doesn't seem clear, I may put who is being referred to within brackets for clarity. Also, I ended up color coding particular aspects of the book of Revelation of Jesus Christ to make it easier when I compare it with the other um, world predict end of world predictions as I continue to research on this biblical research project. So in the thing I put online, the research I put online, I'll have my color code on there. It's of interest to people. Um, so my table is basically set up in two columns, but there will be times where a number of things are listed and then I put a subtable within it and I'll tell you when I'm doing that. So I will tell you the verse, number, and basic information. And then that's the one column that I will be sharing with you. The other is basics of what these verses said, although sometimes paraphrased. So in the right has almost every bit of the book of the revelation of Jesus Christ. But that would take a long time to read all of that. So I'm going to read the Bible verses and then I'll read the, the overview amount so that I can cover it in small chunks for you. So Revelation 1 verses 1 through 3, Jesus revealed to John through his angel what things would happen soon so he could share it with us. Um, I'm going to read, the, since it's the very first thing I'm sharing with you, what I had on the right-hand column, just so you have an idea. So what it said in the um, Bible for Revelation 1, 1 through 3, it says, This is the revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave him to show his servants things that must shortly take place. He sent and signified by his angel to his servant John, who bore witness of the word of God and to the testimony of Jesus Christ to all things that he, and I put within brackets, John, saw. Blessed is he who reads and those who hear the words of this prophecy and keep those things which are written in it, for the time is near. And just so you have, now that you've heard that, an idea in comparison to the overview I give you, I have that Jesus revealed to John through his angel what things would happen soon so he could share it with us. And that's my overview. And now I'm just going to share verse numbers in the overview so you can hear it in small chunks. Revelation 1, verses 4 through 6. And again, these are all the overviews. Jesus Christ, who saved us from our sins, and God the Father are sharing this info with John to share with the churches and with us. Revelation 1, verses 7 through 8. 
Jesus is coming in the clouds and every eye will see him, the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and last, the Almighty. Revelation chapter 1, verse 9, John tells that he was exiled to the island of Patmos for sharing his faith in Christ. Revelation 1 through 10, John heard God speak to him and told him to write in a book and share it with the seven churches. Revelation, Revelation 1 verses 12 through 16, John saw seven golden lampstands and described what Jesus looked like and that he had seven stars on his right hand, in his right hand. Revelation 1, verses 17 through 20, Jesus talks to John when he falls at Jesus' feet and explains the meaning of the seven stars and the seven golden lampstands. Revelation 2, verses 1 through 7, Jesus tells John to write a letter to the church of Ephesus. Some things they are doing well, but they need to repent and change the things that they aren't doing well, or Jesus will come remove their lampstand. But those who overcome will eat from the tree of life in the midst of the paradise of God. Revelation 2, verses 8 through 11, Jesus tells the church of Smyrna that he knows their works are the good and the bad, and some are about to be thrown into prison 10 days by the devil. But those who overcome shall not be hurt by the second death. Revelation 2, verses 12 through 17, Jesus tells the church in Pergamos that they hold fast to his name, but they have the doctrine of Balaam, which is a false god, of eating things sacrificed to idols and commit sexual immorality. Also, Jesus hates them who hold the doctrine of the Nicolaitans. I may not pronounce all these things well. I'm just doing my best. They need to repent. Or Jesus will fight against them. He who overcomes will be given some of the hidden manna and will and the stone with a new name will be given to the to you. Revelation two verses eighteen through twenty nine, Jesus has eyes like a flame of fire and feet like brass, fine brass. He's upset that the church of Thyatira allowed Jezebel to teach and seduce his servants to commit sexual immorality and didn't repent. She is going to be cast into a sick bed and her children will die. So the churches know that Jesus searches the minds and hearts and will give according to your works. Revelation 3 verses 1 through 6. Jesus knows their works of the church of Sardis, and although some are alive, they are dead. He has not found their works perfect before God. Hold fast and repent, because I will come as a thief in the night, and you won't know what hour I will come. I will share the name of those who do not defile their white garments with my Father before his angels. Revelation 3, verses 7 through 13, Jesus knows that they have kept his work and not denied his name. Those who profess to be Jews but are really of the synagogue of Satan to come worship at their feet. Jesus loves them because they have kept his command and he, those who haven't worshipped at Satan's feet, Jesus loves them because they have kept his commandments and he will keep those who overcome from the hour of trial and will write on them the name of God. Revelation 3, 
14 verses 14 through 22 the spirit tells john to write to the church of the laodiceans that they were neither hot nor cold but lukewarm which the spirit says he will vomit out of his mouth he has protected them and has taken care of them but rebukes and chastens those he loves so that they should repent and they may overcome and sit with him on his throne Revelation 4, verse 1 through 6, John is taken in the Spirit who shows him what must take place after this. He shows John some of, some of heaven with a throne and a rainbow around it with 24 thrones and 24 elders clothed in white. There was a sea of glass in front of the throne and four living creatures full of eyes. Revelation 4, verses 7 through 11, John describes the four living creatures. The first is like a lion, the second like a calf, the third like a man, the fourth like a flying eagle. All are full of eyes around and within. They give glory, honor, and thanks to God, and the 24 elders fall down and worship and praise him. Revelation 5, verses 1 through 14, John saw that him who was on the throne had a scroll written inside and on the back with seven seals, but no one in heaven ought or on earth or under it, were worthy to lose its seal. And John wept. The, the Lion of Judah, Root of David, and, and there's speaking of Jesus, prevailed, and the four living creatures, angels and elders, and many more rejoiced that the Lamb was worthy to open the seals of the scroll. They sang many songs of praise to him and said, Blessing and honor and glory and power be to him who sits on the throne, and to the Lamb forever and ever. Revelation 6, 1 through 17. So this is one of the ones where there's, this is, I have a heading. It says, opening six of the seven seals with the scroll. So I have each seal in a separate subheading in the, um, so I put a table within that particular thing so I can keep them in order and, know which verse went to which part okay revelation 6 1 through 2 when the first seal was open one the one on the white horse went out conquering and to conquer revelation 6 verses 3 through 4 when the second seal was open one on the one on the fiery red horse was given great a great sword and was granted to take peace from earth the earth and people should kill one another. Revelation 6, verses 5 through 6. When the third seal was opened, one, the one on the black horse had a pair of scales in his hand. And, was, and it was said that a quart of wheat and three quarts of barley would each be sold for a denarius. Revelation 6, verses 7 through 8 says, When the fourth seal was opened, the one writing... A pale horse was given the name Death and Hades. Oh, given the name Death and Hades followed him. The thing is, given the name Death and Hades followed him. Sorry, I didn't have the right emphasis. Power was given over one third of the earth to kill with a sword, hunger, death, and beasts of the earth. Revelation 6, 9, verses 9 through 11. When the fifth seal was opened, John saw people under the altar who had been slain for the word of God and their testimony. They wanted to know how long until their blood is avenged. 
They were told to rest a little while longer until the rest of their brethren and fellow servants who would be killed as they were killed as they were was completed. Revelation 6 verses 12 through 17. When the sixth seal was opened, there was a great earthquake. The sun became black and the moon became like blood and the stars fell to the earth. The sky receded as a scroll when it's rolled up and every mountain and island was moved out of its place. The kings, great and rich and mighty men, commanders and every slave and every free man hid in caves and rocks of mountains and wanted them to fall on them and hide them from the face of him who sits on the throne and from the wrath of the lamb for the great day of his wrath has come. Okay, so this is next going to cover Revelation 7, chapter 7, verses 1 through 17. And this is about four angels before the seventh seal is opened. And so again, I put a, another little table for each of the four angels so I could keep all of that information straight for my further research. But I thought it would be helpful for you as well. Revelation 7, verse 1, John saw four angels standing on the four corners of the earth holding the winds so it wouldn't blow on the earth, sea, or any tree. Revelation 7, verses 2 through 8, John saw another angel cry out to four angels who were given power to harm the earth and sea, saying, do not harm the earth and sea or trees until we have sealed the servants of our God in their foreheads. There were 144,000 sealed of all the tribes of Israel, sealed 12,000 of each of the 12 tribes of Israel were sealed. Revelation 7 verses 9 through 12. In addition, John saw a great number of all the nations, tribes, people, and tongues standing before the throne of the Lamb in white robes with palm branches. They were saying, salvation belongs to our God who sits on the throne and to the Lamb and to the Lamb. To the, who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. All the angels, elders, and four living creatures fell on their faces before the throne and worshiped God. Revelation 7, verses 13 through 17. When John didn't know the answer to why they were wearing white robes, the elder who asked the question explained that they were the ones who came out of the great tribulation and washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the lamb and are before the throne of God and serve him day and night in his temple. He who sits on the throne will dwell among them and they will neither hunger nor thirst anymore. The sun nor the heat nor heat shall not strike them for the lamb will shepherd them and lead them to living fountains of water and God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. Okay, now this is Revelation chapter 8, verses 1 through 21. And this is the opening of the seventh seal. But there were seven angels involved. So I put another sub table in this top, you know, to the right. So I could break it up in smaller chunks for my research and for you. So Revelation chapter 8, verses 1 through 4. It was quiet for half an hour. After the seventh seal was opened, the seven angels who stand before God and were given seven trumpets, another angel had a golden censer, stood before the altar and had much incense to offer it with prayers to the saints upon the altar before the throne. The smoke of the incense with the prayers ascended before God from the angel's hand. 
Revelation 8, verses 5 through 6. An angel took the censer and censer, this is an aside, it's kind of like a metal thing with little holes on it. It has a chain and they put the incense in it and I think they swing it back and forth and incense comes out of the hole. I think that's what it is. I could be wrong, but that's what I think. And he filled it with fire from the altar and threw it to the earth. There were noises, thunderings, lightnings, and an earthquake. Revelation 8, verse 7. The first angel sounded, and hail and fire followed, mingled with blood, and were thrown to earth, and one-third of the trees and all green grass were burned up. Revelation 8, verses 8 through 9, the second angel sounded, and something like a great mountain burning with fire was thrown into the sea, and one-third of the sea became blood, and a third of the creatures of the sea died, and a third of the ships were destroyed. Revelation 8. Verses 10 to 11, the third angel sounded, and a great star called Wormwood fell on one-third of the rivers and one-third of the springs of water, which became Wormwood, and many men died because it was made bitter. Revelation 8, verses 12 through 13, the fourth angel sounded, one-third of the sun and moon were struck, and one-third of the stars were darkened and did not shine one-third of the day or night. John heard an angel flying in the midst of heaven saying, woe, woe, woe to the inhabitants of the earth because of the remaining trumpet blast of the three angels who are about to sound. Revelation 9, verses 1 through 12. The fifth angel sounded. John saw a star fall from heaven to earth. To him was given the key to the bottomless pit, and he opened it, and smoke arose out of the pit like the smoke of a great furnace. The sun and the air were darkened because of the smoke of the pit. Out of that smoke, locusts came upon the earth, and to them was given the power, as the scorpions of the earth have power, but were commanded not to harm the grass, tree, or any green thing on earth, but only those men who do not have the seal of God in their foreheads. But do not, but not to kill them, but to torment them for five months. Their torment is like a scorpion, and their their um, hair is like horses prepared for battle. They have something like gold crowns on their heads, and their faces are like the face of men with hair like women's hair. Um. The thing I said earlier, I was wrong. I left out a letter something, and I think it's their shape is like horses prepared for battle. They have something like gold crowns on their heads, and their faces are like the faces of men with hair like women's hair, and their teeth were like lion's teeth. They had breastplates of iron that sound. Um, the sound of their wings was like chariots of many horses running into battle. They had stings in their tails like a scorpion, and men will seek death, and death will flee from them. The locusts had a king over them, the angel of the bottomless pit, whose name in Hebrew is Abaddon, but in Greek his name is Apollyon. One woe is past, but two more woes are coming after these things. Revelation 9, verses 13 through 21. The sixth angel sounded, and John heard a voice from the four 
horns of the golden altar before God, saying to the six angels who had the trumpet to release the four angels bound to the great river Euphrates, who had been prepared for the hour, day, month, to kill one-third of mankind. John saw horses in the vision, and those who sat on them had breastplates of fiery red, hyacinth and blue, and sulfur yellow. The heads of the horses were like the heads of lions, with three plagues of fire, smoke, and brimstone coming out of their mouths to kill a third of mankind. Their power was in their tails. No, the power was in their mouth and tails. Their tails are like serpents having heads with them. They do no harm. They, those not killed by these plagues did not repent of the works of their hands and worshiping demons, idols of gold, silver, brass, stone, and wood, which can neither see nor hear nor walk. They did not repent of their sorceries, of their sexual immorality, or of their thefts. Revelation 10, verses 1 through 11. John saw another angel clothed with a cloud and a rainbow was on his head and his face was like the sun and his feet were like pillars of fire with a little book open in his hand. His right foot was on the sea and his left foot was on the land and with a loud voice like with a, when a lion roared. When he cried out, seven thunders uttered their voices and John was about to write, but a voice said to him, fill up the things which the seven thunders uttered and do not write them. The angel saw John standing on the sea and the land and raised up his hand to heaven and swore by him, which is God, who lives forever and created heaven, the earth and the sea and the things that are in all of them, that there should be delay no longer. In the days of the sounding of the seventh angel, when he was about to sound the mystery of God, would be finished as he declared to his servants and the prophets. The voice he heard from heaven spoke to John, telling him to take the little book which is open in the hand of the angel who is standing on the sea and the earth. When John got the book, he was told to take and eat it, and it would make his stomach bitter, but it would be sweet as honey in his mouth, which it, which it was. He said to John that he must prophesy again about many people, nations, tongues, and kings. Now I'm back to a regular two-column table. Revelation 11, verses 1 through 2. After an angel told him to measure and gave him a measuring read, John measured the temple, the altar, and all who worshipped there, but was not to measure the court outside the temple given to the Gentiles, who were to tread the holy city underfoot for 42 months. This is an aside. This is a part that reinforces that salvation is not just for the Israelites that believe in Jesus as their Savior. It's for everyone. I know it was promised through generations and of the tribe of tribes of David, but then God and Jesus opened it up to everybody that believes that Jesus is their savior and, and they just call them all the Gentiles. Anyway, so it's for everybody. Revelation what you call Revelation 11 verses 3 through 6 power was given to two witnesses to prophesy 1,260 days clothed in sackcloth. 
They are the two olive trees and the two lampstands before God of the earth. If anyone wants to harm them, fire goes from their mouths and kills their enemies in this manner. They have power to stop rain and to turn water into blood and strike the earth with plague as often as they desire. Revelation 11, verses 7 through 12. The beast that ascends out of the bottomless pit will make war against them, overcome and kill them. Their bodies will lie in the street of the great city, spiritually called Sodom and Egypt, for three and a half days where our Lord was crucified. People from all tribes, tongues, and nations saw their dead bodies, but they did not at all, they did not mourn, they did not all their bodies to be, oh, allow their bodies to be put into graves and rejoice because the three prophets tormented those on the earth. After three and a half days, the breath of God entered them, and they stood. God called them from heaven, saying, Come up here. And they ascended to heaven in a cloud as their enemies saw them. Revelation 11, verses 13 through 14. In the same hour, a great earthquake destroyed one-tenth of the city and killed 7,000 people. The rest were afraid. And it says, I gave glory to God in heaven and gave glory to God in heaven. The second woe is past and the third is coming quickly. Revelation 11 verses 15 through 19. The seventh angel sounded and there were loud voices in heaven saying, the kingdoms of the world have become the kingdoms of our Lord and his Christ. He shall reign forever and ever. The 12 elders before the throne of God fell on their faces, worshiping and thanking God Almighty, the one who is and was and is to come, because he has taken his great power and reign. The nations were angry, and your wrath has come, and the time of the dead that they should be judged, that he should reward his servants, the prophets and the saints, and those who fear his name, small and great, and should destroy those who would destroy the earth. The temple of God was opened in heaven and the ark of his covenant was seen in his temple. There were lightnings and thunders and noises and earthquakes and a great and great hail. Revelation 12 verses 1 through 9. A great sign in heaven. A pregnant woman clothed with the sun and moon under her feet with a garland of 12 stars on her head cried out in labor and pain to give birth. Another sign in heaven was a great fiery red dragon with seven heads. Notice that these things say signs. Those are very significant. You have to realize that there's not an actual literal translation. These are signs. Then you have to be aware of that. Okay. Um, there was a great fiery red dragon with seven heads, seven crowns, and ten horns in his tail threw one-third of the stars of heaven and threw them to the earth. The dragon stood before the woman about to give birth in order to devour her child when it was born. She had a male child, and it's not a capital C, so that implication is that's Jesus, who was to rule all nations and was caught up to God and his throne, caught up to God in his throne. The woman fled into the wilderness to a place prepared by God that she should be fed there over 1,260 days. Michael and his angels fought with a dragon, the old serpent 
of old called Satan and the devil who deceives the whole world and his angels. The dragon nor his angels prevailed, nor was there a place for them found in heaven any longer, and they were cast to earth. Revelation 12, verses 10 through 17. John heard a loud voice in heaven saying, Now salvation, strength, and the kingdom and power of our God and his Christ have come. They overcame the accuser of our brethren who were willing to give their lives and cast him, which is the devil, dragon, Satan, down to earth through the blood of the Lamb, which is Jesus, and by the word of their testimony. The devil had great wrath when he was cast to the earth because he knew he had a short time. He persecuted the woman who gave birth to the male child, and that's the capital C, which means they're talking about Jesus. The serpent spewed water out of his mouth after her, but she was given two great wings that she might fly into the wilderness to her place where she is nourished for a time and times and a half and a time. The earth opened its mouth to save her from the serpent's blood and swallowed it up. The enraged dragon went to war with the rest of her offspring. And, and that means the Christians who kept the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus Christ. Revelation 13, verses 1 through 10, John stood on, and again, these are all the overviews. In the right-hand column, I have the basics of the, all the verses, except for I can get into them. Okay. Uh, John stood on the sand by the sea and saw a beast rise up out of the sea with seven heads with a blasphemous name on them and ten horns with crowns. The beast was like a leopard, his feet like a bear, and his mouth like a lion. The dragon gave him his throne and great power and authority. John saw one of the heads had been mortally wounded and healed. All the world marveled and followed the beast and worshipped the dragon who gave authority to the beast, saying, Who is like the beast? Or is able to make war with him? He was given a mouth to speak great things and blasphemies and authority to continue for 42 months. He opened his mouth to blaspheme God, his name, tabernacle, and those who dwell in heaven. It was granted him to make war with the saints to overcome them. Authority was given him over every tribe, tongue, name, and nation, and all who worship him whose names have not been written from the foundation of the world in the book of life of the Lamb slain. If anyone has an ear, let him hear. He who leads into captivity shall go into captivity. He who kills with the sword must be killed with the sword. Here is the patience and the faith of the saints. Revelation 13, verses 11 through 18. John saw another beast coming out of the earth, and he had two horns like a lamb and spoke like a dragon. He had all authority of the first beast in his presence and caused the earth and those who dwell in it to worship the first beast whose deadly wound was healed. He deceived men by doing great signs and makes fire come down from heaven to earth. He tells those who dwell on the earth to make an image to the beast who was wounded and by the sword and lived and is granted power to give breath to the image of the beast so that it can speak and cause as many as who do not worship the image to be killed. He causes all, small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their forehead, and that no one may buy or sell except those who have the mark or the name of the beast 
or the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man. His number is 666. That's where they get that, 666. Um, Revelations 14, verses 1 through 5. John saw a lamb standing on Mount Zion with 144,000, having his father's name written on their forehead. He heard a voice like many waters and thunder and harpists playing in heaven. They sang a new song before the throne, four living creatures and elders, but no one could learn this song except the 144,000 who were redeemed from the earth and follow the lamb wherever he goes being the first fruits to God and to the Lamb, their mouths without deceit and fault before the throne of God. Revelations 14, Revelation 14, verses 6 through 11. John saw another angel flying in heaven with the everlasting gospel to preach to those on the earth, to every nation, tribe, and tongue, and people, saying, Fear God and give glory to him, for the judgment hour hath come. Worship him who made heaven and earth and the seas and springs Another angel said that the great city of Babylon has fallen because she led people to follow her fornication. The third angel said, anyone worships, if anyone worships the beast, his image, or receives his mark on his forehead or his hand, and it's his right hand, he will drink of the wrath of God poured out full strength into the cup of his indignation and be tormented with fire and brimstone in the presence of the holy angels in the presence of the Lamb forever and ever. Revelation 14, verses 12 through 20. Here are those who keep the commandments of God and the faith of Jesus. John heard a voice in heaven saying, Right, blessed are the dead who die in the Lord from now on, that they may rest from their labors and works and follow them, says the Spirit. He saw a white cloud with one, like the Son of Man, sitting on it, having a golden crown on his head and a sharp sickle in his hand. Another angel cried to him who sat on the cloud, thrust in your sickle and reap for the time of the harvest is ripe. He who sat on the cloud, thrust in his sickle and the earth was, a, was reaped. Another angel came out of the temple in heaven with a sharp sickle. And another angel came out from the altar and had the power over fire. And he cried to him who had the sharp sickle saying, Rest in your sickle and gather the clusters of the vine of the earth, for her grapes are fully ripe. So the angel thrust his sickle and gathered the vine of the earth and threw it into the great winepress of the wrath of God. The winepress was trampled outside the city and blood came out of the winepress of the wrath of God up to the horse's bridles for 1,600 furlongs. Revelation 15 verses 1 through 8. Uh, John saw another marvelous sign in heaven, great and marvelous, seven angels having the seven last plagues. For in them the wrath of God is complete. He saw what looked like a sea of glass mingled with fire. And all those who had victory over the beast, his image, his mark, and the number of his name were standing on the sea of glass with harps of God and were singing the song of Moses glorifying God's name saw that the temple of the tabernacle of testimony in heaven was open. Out of the temple came the seven angels with the seven plagues. One of, four, one of the four living creatures gave the seven angels seven bowls of the wrath of God who lives forever and ever. The temple was filled with smoke from the glory of God and from his power, and no one was able to enter the temple till the seven plagues of the seven angels were completed. 
so we're getting into the seven plagues. And so I put in the right-hand column, I put a table within that so I could do it. And I have this above it. It says, John heard a loud, oh, this is Revelation 16, verse 1. John heard a loud voice from the temple saying to the seven angels, God, and pour out the bowls of the wrath of God on earth. Revelation 6, 2, the first angel poured out his bowl on the earth and a foul and loathsome sore came on the men who had the mark of the beast and those who worshipped his image. Revelation 16, 3, the second angel poured out the bowl on the sea and it became blood as of a dead man and every living creature in the sea died. Revelation 16, verses 4 through 7. The third angel poured out his bowl on the rivers and the springs, and they became blood. Here the angel of the waters praising God for being righteous and judging them, because they had shed the blood of saints and prophets. And you, speaking of God, had given them blood to drink, for it is their just due. He heard another from the altar saying, Even so, Lord God Almighty, true and righteous are your judgments. Revelation 16, verses 8 through 9, the fourth angel poured out his bowl on the sun, and power was given to him to scorch men and with fire. Men were scorched with great heat, and they blasphemed the name of God who has power over these plagues. And they did not repent and give him glory. Revelation 16, verses 10 through 11, the fifth angel poured out his bowl on the throne of the beast, and his kingdom became full of darkness, and they gnawed their tongues because of the pain. They blasphemed the God of heaven because of their pain and their sores, and did not repent of their deeds. Revelation 16, 12, verses 12 through 16. The sixth angel poured out his bowl on the great river Euphrates, and its water was dried up so that the way of the kings from the east might be prepared. John saw three and clean spirits like frogs coming out of the mouth of the dragon and out of the mouth of the beast and out of the mouth of the false prophet. They are, and I didn't make sense, so I put within brackets, the spirits of demons performing signs which got, go out to the kings of the earth and out of the whole world to gather them to the battle of the great day of God Almighty. Behold, I am coming as a thief. Blessed is, and this is Jesus talking because it's closer in solemn red. Um, Behold, I am coming as a thief. Blessed is he who watches and keeps his garments, lest he walk naked and they see his shame. End of quote. They gathered them together to the place called, in Hebrew, Armageddon. Revelation 16, verses 17 through 21. The seventh angel poured out his bowl into the air a loud voice came out of the temple of heaven from the throne, saying, It is done. And there were noises, thunderings, lightnings, a great earthquake, as had not occurred since men were on earth. The great city was divided into three parts, and the cities of the nations fell. And great Babylon was remembered before God to give her the cup of wine of the fierceness of his wrath. Then every island fled away, and the mountains were not found. Great hail from heaven fell upon men, each hailstone about the weight of a talent, 
men blasphemed God because of the plague of the hell, since that plague was exceedingly great. Now we're back to a two-column uh, table again. Revelation 17, verses 1 through 8. One of the seven angels who had the seven bowls told John he was taking him to see the judgment of the great harlot whom the kings and the inhabitants of the earth were made drunk with wine, the wine of her fornication. The angel carried John away in the spirit, and he saw her sitting on a scarlet beast with seven heads and ten horns. She was wearing purple and scarlet, adorned with lots of jewels, sitting in the wilderness on a scarlet and golden The word I, I don't have I spelled it wrong full of abomination and the filthiness of her fornication on her head was written mystery Babylon the great the mother of harlots of the abominations of the earth he saw her drunk with the blood of saints and the martyrs of Jesus and marveled with great amazement and the angel wondered why and told him the beast and told him the beast he saw and not is not and will ascend out of the bottomless pit and will go to perdition. Those whose names are not written in the book of life will marvel. Revelation 18, verse 9 through 18, the angel tells John, Here is the mind which has wisdom. The seven heads are seven mountains on which the woman sits. There are also seven kings. Five have fallen. One is, and the other has not yet come. When he comes, he must continue a short time. The beast that was and is not is himself also the eighth and is of the seven and is going to perdition. The ten horns are ten kings who have received no kingdom yet, but they received authority for one hour as kings with the beast. These are of one mind and they will give their power and authority to the beast. These will make war with the lamb who will overcome them, for he is Lord of lords and king of kings, and those who are with him are called chosen and faithful, the angel told John. The waters you saw were where the harlot sits are peoples, multitudes, nations, and tongues. The ten horns of the beast will hate the harlot and make her desolate and naked, eat her flesh, and burn her with fire. For God has put it into their hearts to fulfill his purpose to be of one mind and to give their kingdom to the beast until the words of God are fulfilled. The woman whom you saw is that great city which reigns over the kings of the earth. And, and there's the city they refer to in this is Babylon. But it's Revelation 18, verse 1 through 3. Another angel came from... Heaven having great authority, and the earth was illuminated with his glory. John heard him cry mightily, saying, saying loudly, Babylon the great is fallen and has become a dwelling place of demons, a prison for every foul spirit and a cage for every unclean and hated bird. All the nations have drunk of the wine of the wrath of her fornication, and the kings of the earth have committed fornication with her, and the merchants of the earth have become rich through the abundance of her luxury. Revelation 18, verses 
4 through 24, John heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of her, my people, lest you share in her sins and lest you receive her plague. For her sins have reached to heaven and God has remembered her iniquities. Render to her as she did to you, but repay her double because she glorified herself and lived luxuriously. In the same measure, give her torment and sorrow, for she says, I sit as a queen and will not see sorrow. Therefore, her plagues will come in one day, death and mourning and famine. She, and I have within brackets the city of Babylon, will be utterly burned with fire, for strong is the Lord God who judges her. The kings of the earth who committed fornication and lived luxuriously with her will weep and lament for her when they see the smoke of her burning saying, Alas, that great city Babylon, that mighty city, for in one hour your judgment has come. The merchants will weep and mourn over her, for no one buys their merchandise of their merchandise of precious metals, stones, jewels, materials, spices, woods, oil, grains, livestock, chariots, ships, and souls of men. The things your soul longs for, which are rich and splendid, have gone from you and shall not be found any more at all. The merchants who come, be, who became rich by her will stand at a distance for fear of her torment, weeping and wailing, saying, Alas, that great city was clothed in fine linen, purple and scarlet, and was adorned with gold and precious stones and pearls. In one hour such great riches came to nothing. What is like this great city? They threw dust on their heads and cried out, weeping and wailing and saying, Alas, that great city in which all who had ships on the sea became rich by her wealth. For in one hour she is made desolate. Rejoice over her, O heaven, and you holy apostles and prophets, for God has avenged you on her. A mighty angel took up a stone like a great millstone and threw it into the sea, saying, Mess with violence, the great city Babylon shall be thrown down and shall not be found anymore. Nor the sound of harpists, musicians, flautists, and trumpeters, nor craftsmen of any kind of any craft, and the sound of a millstone shall not be heard in you anymore. The light of a lamp shall not shine in you anymore, and the voice of the bridegroom and the bride shall not be heard in you anymore. For your merchants were great men of the earth. For by your sorcery all nations were deceived, and her was found the blood of the prophets and saints and all who were slain on the earth. Revelation 19, verses 1 through 10. Then John heard a loud voice in heaven saying, Alleluia, salvation and glory and honor and power belong to the Lord our God. For true and righteous are his judgments, because he has judged the great harlot who corrupted the earth with her fornication he has avenged on her the blood of his servants shed by her. Again they said, Alleluia, her smoke rises up forever and ever. The twenty-four elders and the four living creatures fell down and worshipped God who sat on the throne saying, Amen, Alleluia. Voice came from the throne saying, Praise our God, all you, his servants and those who fear him, both small and great. John heard the voice as it as it were a great multitude and mighty thundering, saying, Alleluia, for the Lord God, omnipotent reigns. Let us be glad and rejoice and give him glory, for the marriage of the Lamb has come, and his wife has made herself ready. For her it was granted to be arrayed in fine linen, clean and bright, for the fine linen is the righteousness, 
righteous acts of the saints. Then he, and I have within brackets the angel, said to me, which is John, right, blessed are those who are called to the marriage supper of the Lamb. And he said to John, these are the true sayings of God. John fell at his feet to worship him, but he, which is the angel, said to John, see that you do not do that. I am your fellow servant and your brethren who have the testimony of Jesus. Worship God, for the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Revelation 19, verses 11 through 21. John saw the heaven open, and one sitting on the white horse was called Faithful and True, and in righteousness he judges and makes war. His eyes were like a flame of fire, and on his head were many crowns. He had a name written that no one knew except himself. He was clothed with a robe dipped in the blood, and his name is called the Word of God. The, name, the armies in heaven were clothed in fine white linen and followed him on white horses. Out of his mouth goes a sharp sword that with it he shall strike the nations and rule them with a rod of iron. He treads the winepress of the fierceness of wrath of God Almighty and on his robe and on his thigh a name is written, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. The angel called the birds that fly in the midst of heaven saying, Gather together. For the supper of the great God, that you may eat the flesh of kings, captains, mighty men, horses, and those who sit on them, and all people, free and slave, both small and great. John saw the beasts, kings of the earth, and their armies gathered together to make war against him who sat on the horse and against his army. Then the beast was captured, and with him the false prophet, who worked signs in his presence by which he deceived those who worshipped his image. These two were cast alive into the lake of fire, burning with brimstone. The rest were killed with the sword which proceeded from the mouth of him who sat on the horse. All the birds were filled with their flesh. Revelation 20, verses 1 through 6, John saw an angel coming down from heaven, having the key to the bottomless pit and a great chain in his hand. He laid hold of the dragon, that serpent of old, with the devil and Satan, and bound him for 1,000 years. And he cast him into the bottomless pit and shut him up and set a seal on him so that he should receive the nations no more till the 1,000 years were finished. But after these things, he must be released for a while. John saw thrones, and they sat on them, and judgment was committed to them. Then he saw the souls of those who, were, who had been beheaded for their witness to Jesus. And for the word of God, who had not worshipped the beast or his image and had not received his mark on his, their foreheads or on their hands, they lived and reigned with Christ for 1,000 years. The rest of the dead did not live again until the 1,000 years were finished. This is the first resurrection. Blessed and holy is he who has part in the first resurrection. Over such the second death has no power. But they shall be priests of God and of Christ and shall reign with him 1,000 years. Revelation 20, verses 7 through 10, when 1,000 years have expired, Satan will be released from his prison and will go out to deceive the nations which are in the four corners of the earth, God and Magog, to gather them together to battle, whose number is as the sand of the sea. They went up on the breadth of the earth and surrounded the camps of the saints and beloved city, fire came down from God out of heaven and devoured them. 
The devil who deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone where the beast and the false prophet, prophet are. They will be tormented day and night forever and ever. Revelation 20 verse, verses um, 11 through 15. Then John saw a great white throne and him who sat on it from whose face the earth and the heavens fled away. There was found no place for them. He saw the dead, small and great, standing before God and books were opened. Another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead and the sea and the death and Hades gave up the dead who were in them. They were judged according to their works by the things which were written in the book. Then death and Hades were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. Anyone not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. Revelation 21 verses 1 through 8. John saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth had passed away and there was no more sea. He saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. He heard a loud voice from heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men and he will dwell with them and they shall be his people. God himself will be with them and be their God and will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There shall be no more death, sorrow, crying, nor pain, for the former things have passed away. Then he who sat on the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. He said to John, Write, for these words are true and faithful. It is done. I am the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give of the fountain of the water of life freely to him who serves. He who overcomes shall inherit all things, and I will be his God, and he shall be my son. But the cowardly, unbelieving, abominable, murderers, sexually immoral, sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burns with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Revelation 21, verses 9 through 27. One of the angels who had the seven bowls filled with the seven last plagues talked with John, saying, Come, I will show you the bride, the lamb's wife, who carried John away in, in the spirit to a great and high mountain and showed him the great city, the holy Jerusalem, descending out of heaven from God, having the glory of God. Her light was like a most precious stone, like a jasper stone, clear as crystal. She had a great and high wall with 12 gates and 12 angels at the gate, and names of the 12 tribes of the children of Israel written on them. Three gates on each of the east, north, south, and west walls. The wall of the city had 12 foundations, and on them were the names of the 12 apostles of the Lamb. He who talked with John gave him a gold reed to measure the city laid out in a square. The wall, its gates, and its wall. The wall is constructed of jasper, and the city was pure gold like clear glass. The foundations of the wall of the city were adorned with all kinds of precious stones. The first foundation was jasper, the second sapphire, the third chalcedony, I'm not sure I'm saying this right, the fourth emerald, the fifth sardonic, the sixth sardius, the seventh chrysolite, the eighth beryl, the ninth topaz, these are all foundations. So there's a foundation layer of each of these. 
Um, the tenth is Christ. So Christ, C-H-R-Y-S-O-P-R-A-S-E. The eleventh is Jackson. And the twelfth is the Amethyst. The 12 gates were 12 pearls. Each individual gate was of one pearl. The street of the city was pure gold, like transparent glass. He saw no temple in it, for the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb are its temple. The city has no need of the sun or the moon to shine in it, for the glory of God illuminated it. The Lamb is its light. The nations of those who are saved shall walk in its light. And the kings of the earth bring their glory and honor into it. Its gate shall not be shut at all by day. There shall be no night there. there shall, they shall bring the glory and the honor of the nations into it. There shall be no means. There shall by no means enter it anything that defies defiles or causes an abomination or a lie, but only those who are written in the Lamb's book of life. Revelation 22, verses 1 through 10, John was shown a pure river of water of life that came from the throne of God and the Lamb. On either side of the river, in the middle of the street, was the tree of life, which the river was in the middle of the street. On either side of that river that's in the middle of the street was a tree of life which bore 12 fruits, each tree yielding its fruit every month. The leaves of the trees were for healing of the nations. There was no more there was no more curse, but the throne of God and the Lamb shall be in it, and his servants shall serve him. They shall see his face and his name shall be on their foreheads. There shall be no light there and no need of a lamp. Light or sun, for the Lord God gives them light and shall reign forever and ever. The Lord God sent his angel to show his servants the things which must shortly take place. And this is again Jesus talking because it's all in red. Behold, I am coming quickly. Blessed is he who keeps the words of the prophecy of this book. End quote. Now I, John, saw and heard these things and fell down to worship before the feet of the angel who showed him these things. And he said to me, see that you do not do that, for I am your fellow servant and of your brethren, the prophets, and of those who keep the words of this book. Worship God. Revelation 22, verses 11 through 17, he said to John, do not fill the words of this prophecy of this book, for the time is at hand. He was unjust, let him be unjust still. He was filthy, let him be filthy still. He was righteous, let him be righteous still. He was holy, let him be holy still. And behold, I am coming quickly, and my reward is with me to give to everyone according to his work. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. Blessed are those who do his commandments, that they may have the right to the tree of life and may enter through the gate into the city. But outside are dogs, sorcerers, sexually immoral, murderers, idolaters, and whoever loves and practices the lie. Again, this is Jesus talking because this is in red. I, Jesus, have sent my angel to testify to you these things in the churches. I am the root and the offspring of David, the bright morning star, end quote. The spirit and the bride say, come, and let him who hears say, come. 
and let him who thirsts come, whoever desires, let him take the water of life freely. Revelation 22, verses 18 through 20, For I testify to everyone who hears the words of the prophecy of this book. If anyone adds to these things, God will add to him the plagues that are written in this book. If anyone takes away from the words of the book of this prophecy, God shall take away his part from the book of life, from the holy city, and from the things which are written in this book. He who testifies of these things says, Surely I am coming quickly. Amen. Even so, come, Lord Jesus, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. That's why I try to, that's the end of it. That's why I try to have on the right-hand side almost verbatim, except for I did do some combining and using ands and, and number numerals instead of spelling out the numbers in the right column, so I didn't alter the things that God had for us to read in uh, Revelation of Jesus Christ, but I condensed it in the left-hand column again because I was starting to do this big major research project, but somewhere along the line, God had the idea in my heart and mind that I should make it so that you could understand it too because it might make it easier for people to grasp what Revelation says, although I don't have great interpretation here, I'm just have it in smaller chunks where you can focus a little bit at a time, get the gist of what's going on best you can. Now, this is, I told you there would be some personal comments at the end, but it's not, I just analyze everything and do it like I normally do the biblical research project. Okay, I am not going to try to interpret all these passages since many are signs that are open to vast array of interpretation. I recently got literature in the mail that I hadn't requested that states that the beast of the sea and the beast of the land and the little horn, the dragon, and the antichrist are all related to the Pope and the papacy. Maybe yes, maybe no. I don't know the answer to these things, but I am sharing this so you can be mindful and prayerful to listen to the instincts that Christ alone can give you. The literature I received in the mail also stated that Babylon, that is to be destroyed, is the Vatican. I can't tell you for sure, but I really think it was an analogy speaking of Babylon in relation to all corrupt cities, merchants, etc., that lead others away from their focus in Christ, our Lord, and his commandments. I went to yourdictionary.com at https colon double slash slash all, this is all lowercase, Examples E X A M P L E S dot your dictionary Y O U R D I C T I O N A R Y dot com C O M slash analogy A N A L O G Y hyphen not underscore but hyphen E X period H T M L. I got the following information that explains what an analogy is. He says analogy examples. And they had a whole bunch of examples. I just needed really the definition. But. Okay, so this is quoting what they have. At its most basic, an analogy is a comparison of two things to show their similarity. Sometimes the things being compared are quite similar, but other times they can be very different. Nevertheless, so you know I put the underline this. Nevertheless, an analogy explains one thing in terms of another to highlight the ways in which they are alike. Okay, back to my, what I wrote. 
Again, although I can't tell you for sure, I think the information in this book of the Bible about Babylon is an example of all corrupt cities, merchants, etc., who lead people astray. Does it matter that I don't have a definitive answer for this? Or for the other information related to the literature I received in the mail? In my opinion, as a Christian, I found what works best for me is not to get too caught up in trying to find out literal interpretations or definitive interpretations for things of this nature. I just focus on Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, and I don't get overwhelmed by the details that are beyond my comprehension. I will use this as an example. Revelation 21, verse 21 says that 12 gates were 12 pearls. Each individual gate was of one pearl. And the street of the city was pure gold like transparent glass. Well, I used to hear people argue about what heaven is going to be like. Does it matter if the streets of heaven are going to be made of pure gold, gold-plated, or look like gold? No, none of that is really significant in my opinion. What is significant is that I want to end up in heaven when Jesus calls me, no matter what the streets are paved with. The way that is possible is not to get caught up in arguments with others that Satan may use to lead us astray. If I focus on Jesus Christ as my Savior, his commandments, and what he wants for me, I am most apt to end up in heaven on the last day. Of course, I'm not perfect, but all my many sins are forgiven as long as I stay focused on Christ who made the ultimate sacrifice for me, and he made it for you too. Remember John 3, 16, verses 3, verses 16 through 21, when Jesus says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believed in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. He who believes in him is not condemned, but he who does not believe is condemned already, because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. And this is the condemnation, that the light has come into the world, and men love darkness rather than light, because their deeds were evil. For everyone who practicing evil hates the light and does not come to the light, lest his deeds should be exposed. But he who does the truth comes to the light, that his deeds may be clearly seen, that they have been done in God. Follow Jesus Christ, who is the light of the world, and will lead you to salvation. I want you to know that since this is an example of the positive influence God has made on my life through the Bible, this podcast that I shared with you may not reflect all of the whole meaning of the Bible verses and passages I have shared. They're just how this particular Bible verse or passage related to my life and how it makes the Bible more personal to me in my daily walk with Christ. Thank you for joining us at Relate to the Bible. I look forward to you joining us next time where you will hear more examples of how you can relate the Bible in ways that are especially meaningful to you.